listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that create it. I'm Jordan of High Five Music. In this episode, we welcome a singer-songwriter who is on her second EP release. From Stratford, Ontario, it's Rachel Frankwriter. on the show so <laughs> wonderful congratulations thank you thank you for having me it's funny because it, like as an american canadians like you'll hear them and they'll sound american until it slips out mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah yeah and my friends it's kind of funny even just coming from different areas sometimes um all of my friends for whatever reason think my voice can sometimes have more Canadian inflections to it. <laughs> so it's kind of the running joke, but... <laughs> been there your whole life? Yes, yeah, I've been here. I'm in Ontario, um, and I'm I'm off at university right now, but I'm just a city away, so I've still been in Ontario my whole life. Yeah. Is it cold all the time? Cold most of the time. I find our summers warm, but maybe they're not as warm to other people. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's cold in the winter and the fall. I actually started... Um, as a classical singer, I started taking classical singing lessons um, when I was seven years old. I obviously liked the pop kind of music growing up and that sort of thing, but I really grew this love for classical music when I was younger. Um, and I got into folk music um, sort of as I got older. I just started kind of listening to different types of music and kind of exploring. So I started writing music I think probably when I was around 14, um, when I was in high school. Um, And I think that just kind of came from starting guitar lessons and piano lessons. And I I got really into playing all of my favorite songs and then decided, what if I started writing? So I just kind of did it for myself for years and years to cope with life and (laughs) and write about my feelings and that sort of thing. Um, And then I decided to, to share it a few years back. So you're classically trained? Yes, yes, yeah, classical um, singing. So I'm going to university right now for for opera, um, and then I I do the folk singing, songwriting as well. So how do you uh, bridge that divide between the opera and like the pop folk side? Yeah, it's been interesting for sure. I kind of I think I thought early on that I needed to choose one or the other, and so it was always kind of this challenge in my brain which one. I'll end up doing but um, I try to keep as far as the technique and the the singing I try to keep them kind of separate but I it's a very different love for both of them <laughs> individually you had a 2019 EP and then you have your new one which just came out this year called for today what did you learn between releases how is this new one different than your last one yeah so my first one um my guitar teacher really um kind of inspired me to to record and release it so he actually produced both eps but the first one it was definitely more of a fun kind of experiment for me to record and release music and see if people liked it and then i went off to school and things got busy and i didn't i didn't do too much with it 
But then with this one, I kind of went in with the mindset of, I really want to push this one. I really want to promote this one a bit more um, to kind of start getting people listening to my music. That was very interesting for sure. I felt like I learned a lot about the marketing that goes into it and the promoting that goes into it um, that I didn't do with, with my first EP. And as far as writing, I definitely felt more more confident in my writing as well. The first one, I kind of just picked. I was very careful with the songs I picked as well, and what I had to say in each of them. I was like, should I, should I be saying this like to everybody? And I was, I was a lot more careful as far as the lyrics as well. But with this one, I felt a little more confident to just share <laughs> my life. You're like, they'll deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, they'll hear what I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> I think honesty is important. And um, I think that's why I just, I felt like, well, if people are going to listen to my music. I want them to kind of see who I am through my music. So I just kind of stopped caring as much <laughs> about what I had to say when I was sharing. Do you have a set songwriting process? It's very interesting. Um, it kind of happens different every time. <laughs> so that's why I think I like it so much. But I, I think I write down lyric ideas almost every day. And it's not always when I'm consciously thinking about it sometimes something will just pop into my head and I'll write it down um so I usually have a lot of lyric ideas kind of in my phone and written down places to choose from um but sometimes something will happen and a song will just come out of nowhere and I won't really expect it and it'll be out in 30 minutes um and that happened with Ocean um on my newest EP on for today it was a very um strange kind of way of writing just because I had I had seen an old photo and I decided to write a song and it just kind of happened at 30 minutes in the piano without me even thinking too much about it how often like the best songs just kind of happen like that yeah as is it's like a it's more of a rocky ballad so when you wrote it was that the outcome you had in mind yeah i wrote it at the piano um and i definitely wasn't thinking as much of the the rocky ballad i think originally i was planning on keeping the piano a bit more at the forefront and then when we got into recording um it kind of switched to that electric guitar being a bit more of the basis of it so yeah, sometimes when I'm writing a song and it comes out, I'll definitely hear those production kind of ideas. And then other times it will totally change as I'm going to the studio and recording. So The whole EP has a very, you know, 90s alternative pop kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And so who were some of the, the artists that you were inspired by sound-wise? Yeah, um, I was listening um, to a lot of newer people I had kind of, just found out about so I think that was where a lot of it came from um there was one musician in particular Ellis um from Hamilton Ontario she really inspired me a lot I think um and Soccer Mommy and um Claro I was listening to a lot of them when I was writing and recording all of my songs are written about certain experiences in my life the only one that wasn't entirely based um, on my life, it's fragile. It was written a lot during um, 
the first lockdown <laughs> here. Um, we've had a few lockdowns now, so the first one a year ago. Um, and I was really kind of able to look at my life not from my own perspective. I was kind of able to see it from the outside. And what was interesting to me was I felt like I was always kind of looking towards the next thing and thinking about the next thing in my life instead of just kind of being happy with where I was at. And that's still a challenge I think a lot of people face today, especially right now, right? With things being so unpredictable, it's easy to just say, oh, I wish things would <laughs> go back to normal right away. And it's hard to find things to appreciate sometimes. But um, I think that was kind of where a lot of the EP came from, was um, trying to appreciate where I was at in the moment instead of thinking towards the next thing all the time. I play a lot of kind of local shows um, and sort of just covering songs and that sort of thing. Um, I didn't get to play the first EP as much live anywhere. I was hoping to do that more with this one. Um, but then that turned into live streams. <laughs> so um, that was still fun and it was so good. Um, I miss playing live for sure. And you've taken off a little bit on TikTok. So there's that as well. <laughs> trying to, trying to understand it. It's very, very interesting. But there's lots of, um, lots of cool people on TikTok that you kind of just meet. I actually, I met someone through TikTok that reviewed my music and I had followed her um, days before the, I knew the review was coming out. And I thought that was kind of cool. We were messaging each other after that. So it's funny the people that you meet on TikTok that you're not expecting to meet. There are a lot of singer-songwriters on uh, on TikTok where like they'll play their acoustic version, and then you get to hear the studio one when it comes out. Mm-hmm, yeah. You do like covers and stuff as well? I do, I do, yeah. I definitely started started with a lot of covers before I was sharing my music. That gets the people's attention. Mm-hmm, yes. Come for the covers, stay for the originals, you know? <laughs> yes. As far as writing, um, I think the biggest challenge for me was kind of to decide which songs kind of felt like one work. And I did kind of want them to feel more like one work compared to my first EP, which was a bit more kind of random, <laughs> random experimental ideas I kind of came up with. And especially I felt the suburbs cover that's on the end, it's very different from, from the rest. So I, I wanted to um, really kind of make everything feel a bit more put together with this one. Risky is a great way to, to end the EP. That that chord progression just hits me just right. Thank you, thank you. Every time. <laughs> thank you so much. And, and, and it has a sense of finality, which I always appreciate in a EP or album where it's you can like it feels like a closer. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been chasing that sound for for years now. I, I can hear it, but I can't pinpoint what exactly it is. Right, yeah. So good job on that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So the theme of the EP that I was talking about earlier um but I was looking a lot towards the friends that I just met in university I thought the whole idea was very interesting that all of these 
people are kind of pulled together at a school and they're all kind of there because they're thinking about the next thing that's happening in their life. And I'd met all these wonderful, wonderful people. And um, it was very interesting to me. We were all there and we were all friends, but I kind of hated that the only reason was because we were looking towards the next thing. So that's kind of where that one came from. Is this the way it is? Felt this way since we were kids. Feeling like I'm just living for next year. Baby, down the road, I'll be ready to go. I'm so scared that when we go on this wall, slip away. I hate to think that we're just killing time. Kind of like a, just an, an existential look at university life (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can break pretty much anything down like that yes you can (laughs) and then it gets pretty bad so (laughs) try not to do that too too much would you have interest in writing for other people i thought about that um and i've been thinking about that a lot recently and i think it is something i would i would like to do and i would like to look into i know as far as what i want to do for the rest of my life it'll be music in some sort of capacity um but i think it would be really interesting to be able to do as many things as i can now what opportunities has opera brought you yeah so that was my first my family's not musical at all so that was my first kind of introduction to music in my life which was very interesting and i've really grown to appreciate the technique behind it i i find that sometimes even more interesting than <laughs> the emotion and the feeling sometimes behind the classical music so yeah it's been really wonderful um and i've done it since i was seven so i've kind of done a lot of local competitions here and there with it and that sort of thing um so yeah it's, it's a very different world from from the folk and singer-songwriter music um but yeah i really liked it so what would you consider, whether in your singer-songwriter realm or your opera realm, to be your like career highlight so far? So I was doing um, these COVID covers about a year ago um, with some of my friends, and we were all recording remotely and then putting them together and posting them on Instagram. And um, we did a cover of Mexico by The Stays, um, and it's three girls and their, um, their sisters, and they're a musical group. They reached out and they said they really liked our cover. And I thought that was really cool because I'm a pretty big fan of them, so. That's really cool, yeah. Yeah. So you bring your songs to your producer. What is the, like the back and forth actually like? Do you like kind of just hand them your songs? You're like, here, take this, make something out of it. <laughs> or is it more collaborative and going back and forth? Yeah, it's definitely collaborative. Um, and I really appreciate that. I have the best relationship with my producer since he's been he was my music teacher for so long. So usually what I would do is I would go into the studio and I would play him the song and then we would kind of bounce ideas off of each other if there were specific things that we had heard that we wanted to try. And then we would also kind of come up with things as we went. So we would start with, with rough tracks um, and just coming up with a bunch of ideas together on the synthesizers and the pianos and that sort of thing. Was there any song that kind of transformed dramatically from conception to finish? Yes. Yeah. Changing did, which was very interesting. Fitting. Yeah. yeah changing was changing. <laughs> yeah. That one was, was really fun, actually, to record. It, because when I recorded it, 
and I, I wrote it. Originally, it was this very straight guitar, um, and it was kind of more of the indie rock kind of feel to it. And then Jaron Camp, who I <laughs> play the gigs with, he came in and played guitar as well on the EP, and he had this really cool guitar idea, which is the one that kind of runs through the, 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 the that one that's off the beat. We thought it was really cool. It just didn't go with anything else that we had <laughs> built the song around, but it was something that I thought was so so special and so unique. I really wanted to have it. So we ripped the whole song apart, <laughs> basically, and redid it around one guitar part. Um, so that was really fun. I hit the ground running a few months ago. Started to believe all the words they spoke. That is funny when you discover something like that and then it's so good where you're like, oh no. <laughs> yes. Oh no, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it and I was like, well, this will be, <laughs> this will be worth it. I think it'll be good. I've done lots of local shows and I really like doing the smaller local shows in kind of the surrounding cities. Um, but I think it would be really cool to either get outside of the province <laughs> or get outside of Canada. What are the, the big music hubs of Canada? I don't even know. Toronto? Or... Toronto Toronto is the closest to me, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm about a couple hours away from Toronto. So, yeah, that's probably the main one I would think of. I'm surprised you don't have your Timmys with you. I, I <laughs> No, I know. I have coffee at home, <laughs> not the Timmys today. <laughs> There's some Tim Hortons, they're like scattered around the U.S. There's like one in New York, one in D.C. maybe. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I went to the one in New York because I'd always heard about yes. Tim Hortons. And I was like, okay, I got to try this. I got some Tim bits. Yeah. And the coffee was very good. Yeah, it's like your standard. I'm not the biggest Tim Hortons fan. It's it's a good standard coffee place, I feel like. I have good memories growing up, though, walking, walking to Tim Hortons <laughs> with my parents. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wanted to visit Canada. I haven't. It's one of those things when you live there, you're like, why would you come here? Yeah. <laughs> but to me, it's like, it's really interesting. I want to see. Yeah, I really like Canada, but I'm just from a small town. <laughs> so like Stratford's nice, but definitely one of the smaller kind of areas. So right now, are you writing for anything in particular, like a next EP? Or are you just kind of just collecting songs as you go? Yeah, at this point, I'm not writing for anything in particular. I'm definitely, I'm always thinking about the next thing that I would like to release. And I always, I find it interesting sometimes going back to songs that I kind of forgot that I had written. So even some of these ones that I'm writing now, even if they're released quite a few songs later <laughs> from what I've written, um, I find it interesting to go back and pick some. Links to Rachel's music and everything else can be found in the show notes, including the Indie Echo Spotify playlist, where you can hear music from her and all the other artists featured on the show. Indie Echo is a production of High Five Music, an online production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. To be featured or request an artist, use the contact form link on my Instagram, at High Five Music, and you can follow the show at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening.